Hi, guys, and welcome to episode 31 of On Stadium Boulevard. I'm your host, Lexi, with my co-host, Josh and Jordan. It's been a while since we've, uh, you know, been recording a podcast, a couple weeks or whatever, so it's nice to be back with you guys. How are you doing? It's been doing, it's been good. It's been good. You know, um, we had, we saw, a, I think since we last recorded, we saw a disappointing end to Michigan's season, um, but we've also had an insane March Madness that has been so entertaining, so. Is what all I've really been doing is watching basketball, you know. Um, Michigan content is starting to get up there again with recruiting and the hockey team playing very well. So, and it's spring game week. Couldn't be more excited. Yeah, I'd say I'm a little disappointed that Michigan didn't make it still into March Madness. So it's been a little sad watching that, but I'm really enjoying, like Josh said, the football recruiting and the hockey team right now and their success. And uh, also excited for the spring game. Yeah, I mean – I. I love March Madness, and it's always fun, but you're right. It's just, you know, even, like, getting knocked out of the first week and I still would have taken over not making yeah. it. You know, it, just, right. it was a bummer. So hopefully we never experience that again. I don't think we will. Uh, I feel like I took it for granted. I mean, that's the only the second time I really can remember. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I'm like, when and, um, was the last time? Was it 14? 2015, I think. Yeah. I mean, we, I was just a team that got injured. They weren't even – yeah, really a bad team. They just everyone got injured, but and then we bounced back though. So let's just hope exactly same case. Let's hope so. So we, you know, hey, we might not have made March Madness or the Final Four, but Frozen Four, our hockey team is kicking ass, and I love it. They are playing so well, and you know, it seemed like in the beginning of the year they couldn't even get a sweep. They were like splitting every series in the Big Ten, and then they got um a big win over Minnesota. And that, that's really seemed to flip the switch. And they just started playing so well. Um, went out, won the big 10 tournament, got themselves in one seed for the second straight year. And um, how about 11 goals in that first game? That was crazy. I don't know if I've ever seen that happen in a tournament game. And it's yeah. funny because big 10 was, has been so terrible in basketball. We've just been completely owning hockey. So it's like, okay, well take what we can get this year. Yeah. And single elimination hockey games are absolutely wild, especially when they go to overtime. You just never know what's going to happen. You could you could be the better team and lose on some lucky bounce. You just never know. So that, that was a really almost, impressive win. That almost happened to Michigan in that Penn yeah. State game, man. Very they were, close. They were, it seemed like the whole game they were out playing Penn State and just could not get one in. And then yeah. um, they put one in, um, and then an absolute snipe from – center of the ice to win the game very early in overtime and i it was gorgeous yeah i was kind of rooting for uh ohio state to make it with us that we could beat them in the frozen four but you know <laughs> right. they can't hang i guess they can't yep. make it <laughs> no they can't really have anything this year so no nope. <laughs> hopefully they never do yeah same. it's been nice I've, i don't know about you guys i've been bantering with ohio state a lot this week oh me too like it's every been, day. it's been kind of i was like why am i not taking advantage of <laughs> there you go like read it and weep. <laughs> um, it's so fun with them, you know. And and, and and you know what? It's great with how many good, you know, good-hearted Buckeyes I come across on Twitter these days. Because it's like it, they need to be humble a little bit. But you know, some of them just really make it too easy and make those wins <laughs> that much better. <laughs> well, we waited a long time for these breaking rights, so yeah. I think it's we kind of nice. A little bit. <laughs> their main. I'm enjoying is- it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of nice when their main fallback is uh, our TCU game, you know, because yeah. what else are they going to say? Or the fact that they almost beat Georgia. That's one place I've seen them. all over. 
You know, and I like how they're like, oh, well, you, you played Georgia last year. Like, no, no, no. That is not the same defense. That is nowhere near. If you would have played that team last year, you'd have been spanked to high heaven, too. It's like, oh, if only there was a head-to-head matchup before that to determine who was the better team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like you played Michigan. What are you talking about? You right. In <laughs> condition on your home turf. You lost by 22. I love that's where they're at, though. That makes me laugh. Cope all you want, guys. Yep. But, you know, and and a lot of this has been all brought up just from, like, even recruiting classes and stuff. But recruiting is really hot for both teams right now, you know. But Ohio State's always had that recruiting level. We're finally catching up. It's like we beat you being below you already in recruiting. So, you know, buckle up, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, well, most of Michigan's elite teams in in all of their history really have had a lot of players from Ohio on the roster. And when the rivalry started to swing the other way, it was when Ohio State started coming back and taking with Trestle, taking those Ohio guys back. And so I don't know. It it's pretty exciting to see that Michigan's doing so well down there. And I know their excuse is like, "Oh, we didn't even want that guy." But like, okay, well, I don't you're, know. You're you can sleep on him if you want to. <laughs> yeah. And not to mention, we did steal a, not only a guy that they wanted, one of their top targets in Jordan Marshall, incredible running back, right in their backyard. And um, there was this, I think it was, it might've been two weekends ago. They had just a bunch of recruits visiting and wow, that, that, they must've made an impression because they landed him, they landed Ben Roba, they landed dogs from the state of Ohio that they look like they're going to be major pieces moving forward. Um, Jordan Marshall, the top 100 guy, he's going to be incredible. And Ben Roebuck is 6'7", 315. He fits I us mean, perfectly. Running back you, O-line you, like I'm ready to just be everything <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. And if you play running back and offensive line, like where else would you rather go right now than Michigan? It seems like a no-brainer. But and yeah, this, another big recruiting weekend coming up at this, for the spring game too. I've been seeing a yeah. lot of guys saying they're going to visit. And yeah. it seems like Michigan is starting to land some of those um, bigger names or gain interest at least because there's another running back out of Texas who's a top 60 ranked named Taylor Tatum. He's nice. Michigan's currently the crystal ball leader. So, wow, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not calling anything here. I'm not guaranteeing anything, but it's clear these running backs see, okay, dude, if I want to showcase my talent, I go to Michigan. For sure. So. Yeah, to pull running back out of Texas, though, like, okay, give me all the players from the South we can get. Oh, man. <laughs> like all day. <laughs> Speaking of players from the South, our number one. Our number one guy in this class. We've all we've been talking about him all year, Jaden Davis. He released his top five. He commits Friday. Seems like Michigan is a heavy favorite. Again, don't want to guarantee anything, but from what I'm seeing, it's looking good for that. We're gonna have our successor to JJ McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be really cool if he did commit on Friday because I saw that he's gonna be attending the spring game on Saturday too. And I know in years past, I've been to some spring games where they like. They would announce the commits or signees on the field and stuff. It'd be really cool if they, I don't know, like talked about it and just to hear the crowd reaction. Yeah. I'm hoping for something like that. But honestly, well, and it's like he, he does seem like it's really gonna co- he's really gonna go to Michigan, you know. And and I hope and pray that he just included Ohio State. So like, <laughs> yeah. Now, like I'm, I'm praying that that's the case. Mm-hmm. It's um for those who don't know, Jaden Davis's top five included Michigan. Ohio State, Clemson, North Carolina, and Tennessee. Um, I think Ohio State came in late. 
when they lost Riola, when he decommitted. <laughs> um, and I just really haven't heard much smoke outside of Michigan with this guy. It seems like Michigan's done everything right. So, if, I mean, in the disaster that he doesn't land, it's not, it wasn't on Michigan's part. I think they've done everything that they needed to do here. Um, Kirk Campbell picked up right where Matt Weiss left off, and I think he's done an even better job. So, mm-hmm. yeah, five-star guy. Mm-hmm. It seems like when Campbell came on, that's really when his recruitment started to pick up, like, a lot more than it was before. And I'm glad it's not looking like another one of those Dante Moore situations where somebody comes in with the NIL and kind of swipes them at the last minute. I think it's looking really good. Yeah. Well, and, um, yeah, it's just – He's gonna come here. I just, I have this, I just have this like solid feeling, you know. And I, yeah, I don't want to guarantee anything, but it's just this like feeling I got, and I just hope it's right. The fact that he sent it the day before the spring game, and now I actually didn't know that he, it was announced that he was coming to the spring game, Jordan. So thank you for that information. Oh, yeah. everything, everything seems to be lining up right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if, he, if it happens, and then they and they they bring him out there, oh man, crowd's gonna lose it. Yeah. It'd be really cool if they did. I don't know if they do that for just commits or if it's only signees, but I remember in the past they've done something like that. That'd be really right. cool. Mm-hmm. For sure. So excited. Well, yeah, I'm just – I spring game every year, it's just like a little bit of a, you know, that taste of football that we miss, you know, in between this long period. And, um, you know, to do it this year and then that pep rally – I mean, oh, yeah. NIL pep rally, we're going to, you know, you're going to be able to see the football team, Harbaugh, you know, have games. You can bring your kids 12 and under for free to face painting. There's going to be like carnival stuff. It's going to be like to do this finally. It just makes so much sense, you know, and then yeah. to walk out of Chrysler right next door to walk into to the big house. It's it's just going to be a great day. I'm I saw that um, <laughs> they're going to have the basketball team there. I think women's basketball. Well, I don't know about women's basketball. Are they still in the tournament right now? No, no, no. So they're probably, I think that's all they're going to be there. Women's golf. There was a few teams that are going to be there finding autographs and stuff. So that's really good opportunity for all of them with NIL. Yep. And I think that's another thing of Michigan really kind of um, increasing, you know, their NIL output. I saw that there is an NIL announcement coming uh, next Friday as well, which is, of course, the same day as Jay and Davis's commitment day. So that'll be interesting. So, um, it's a big Friday next Friday for sure. So we're very excited, or I guess this Friday, I should say. But I think we're just all very excited and very eager. You know, it's like a little appetizer to football season. So it's yeah. spring game week. Um, let's t- let's let's preview it. Yes. Yeah, so what what players are we looking for? Who's going to stand out and who's gonna who's gonna make us make a stand in there? I think the obvious one that everybody's looking at is Moran Walker. I think everyone's really excited to see what he can do, especially after what we saw Sanders still do last year. I mean, that's really tough to live up to. But from what we've heard in the little video clip we've seen of him, he looks really fast. He looks like he'll be ready for it. So I'm excited to watch him for sure. He seems very confident. Um, He said he feels like he's one of the best athletes in the country, which I'm not going to disagree with him at all. But after seeing what Clink did with Mike, if he can make another position switch as be as seamless as it was with Mike Sanders still, oh my God, the Clink's just a legend, man. Like that's <laughs> I don't think people realize how difficult position switches they can can be. So if he can make a two just like that and throw Morian out, I don't want to say throw him out there because he's obviously been practicing, but put him out there as their 
cornerback too, which is a spot where we might be, where we were kind of interested on in what we were going to do there with Jamon Green leaving. So I, I couldn't be more excited to see him out there and see him play some cornerback reps. I bet I think he's going to be an incredible. I like having tall, lengthy athletes at the cornerback position. So that's yeah. definitely a name to watch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I like too that they you know post the videos of them picking the teams and stuff. Like you can just tell these guys are just so excited for Saturday, and you know just between the chemistry and just everything happening. But uh, it's it's fun to see. Um, but mm-hmm. Kenneth Grant going number one. I mean, what does it mean? What, what are we ready to see, guys? And we've Definitely heard a lot player of, to watch. Yeah, I mean, we've heard a lot of great things about him. He didn't play a whole lot of snaps last year, but when he was out there, he showed flashes, and um, he's just going to be a key piece on a loaded, absolutely loaded defensive line room. You know, you got, I think, I sent out a tweet earlier today. There's like seven guys out there who can make huge impacts, and I don't, I think it's easily the best in the Big Ten. So um, seeing him out there, he's a freak athlete. He kind of reminds me of Mozzie with his build, so I couldn't be more excited to see him out there. Um, I think he's going to dominate, um, and uh, he's going to do a really good job of stuff in the run. If he can be a pass rusher like Mo Hurst was too, I know it's not as big of a thing for DTs nowadays to be big-time pass rushers, but if he can be like that, I mean, it only makes us better. Yeah, I mean, and then he's got um, Mason Graham alongside him right there, which is another huge piece. I don't know if – I feel like a lot of people forget about him, and he's kind of overlooked. I, I'm just so excited to watch him again this year too and see what he does in the spring game. Yeah, With, I think um, he's, he's underrated. Like, I yeah. just know he always goes under the radar, but it's just a beast. Like, he's mm-hmm. got that dog in him for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, he was a true freshman last year starting at defensive tackle. That's In the Big Ten, that's really not easy to do. Absolutely. And- He's got some great film, too, out there. Yeah. He made plays. Like, he, the Nebraska game, he played so well. I remember mm-hmm. that. It was one of his best games. And, I mean, Kenneth Grant on one side in the middle, Mason Graham on the other. Good luck running the ball, guys. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. It's going to be incredible. And then, that you know, you know Michigan's going to have plenty of edge guys to roll it out. So, um, yeah. Kenneth Grant and honestly Mason Graham, two players to watch Saturday to see how they contribute and see what kind of roles they play. I keep hearing a lot about um, Tyler Morris, a receiver. I don't know a lot about him, but I I hear a lot of people are talking about him, so I guess he'd probably be somebody to watch. I know he looks like Ronnie Bell to me now with his number change, number eight. He looks just like him. Yeah. So gonna, weird. I was just going to say again, another guy um, who saw a few snaps last year. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch, though. He's a slot guy like everyone's calling him, Ronnie Bell 2.0. And now with the number eight, I mean, dude's a legend. <laughs> Ronnie's a legend, so he means a big number to live up to. Uh, but he's probably going to get a lot of wide receiver snaps next year. Were him and JJ high school teammates or something? They I think were I'm, at Nazareth. Yeah. At Nazareth Academy, they were high school teammates. We're going to so. hear that from everybody every game. <laughs> That's going to be a role, is it? Peyton Thorne, Jaden Reed, every game. Yeah. They would talk Matt about Stafford, how they were. What's his face? Just... Yep. So I, I guess we're going to hear that a lot this year, but it's honestly it's kind of a benefit because they already have that chemistry, I would yep. think. So. Yeah, hey, chemistry is so huge. Hear buzz about a wide receiver, you know, before even the spring game, it makes me happy, you know, because it's just it's not one of our strongest points right now. So I, I'm I'm excited, especially yeah. that chemistry with JJ. Let's go. Yeah, I'm really excited about Darius Clemens as well. I'm, I mean, we saw him a little bit last year in the spring game. He didn't really – I don't know if he got any action. He might have 
play in the Colorado State game. But I, I've heard a lot of great things about him too, and I can't wait to see how he does. I think he's going to bring a lot of speed to the offense. I mean, they already have some, but even more. He's, he's not only is he going to bring speed, he's going to bring some height too. I think I think he's like six three, six four. He had that big mm-hmm. catch in the spring game last year, if you guys remember that. Yeah. Where um, Ronnie like lost it. They were interviewing Ronnie. He like lost it after the touchdown. And they like took a selfie a on the field. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. It's just such good vibes, you know. I just love that they give us this opportunity, and you know, we've had the years where we don't have one, and I'm just I'm thankful because I'm. It's gonna be exciting. Yeah. I think I'm interested. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I'm interested to see how um, they do with the kicker this year. I mean, Jake Moody was has been so solid for them for I don't know how long he was there. It was a long time. It felt like, and I think he's actually the all-time leading scorer in Michigan football history now. So those are huge <laughs> shoes to fill. I'm excited to see who they who they have out there. I forgot he wasn't going to be there anymore. I'm really sad about that. (laughs) Like more money, Moody. Yeah, (laughs) having an automatic kicker is so underrated. Like in that Illinois game when he was lining up in the for the game winning kick, I knew I knew we were winning that. that Yeah, I was. I didn't even. I had once we got into field goal range, I was like, oh, we won. Like. Mm Having an automatic kicker. so bad. (laughs) (laughs) They need a kicker, man. Well, I saw he hit like a ridiculous field goal in the pro day, I think it was. Of course he did. He had that one against TCU. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm interested. I wonder if, like, with our kicking game maybe not being as good as it is, we'll be a little more aggressive closer to the. Yeah. So there's all sorts of factors with that. You know, I think one of the reasons, like, look at the MSU game. We played that so safe because we knew we had Moody mm-hmm. and we knew we could get stops on defense. So I'm interested to see if Harbaugh maybe is a little more aggressive, you know, in that maybe not quite the red zone, but like that 30, 40 yard line area where they knew they could rely on Jake Moody. Um, so I'm very interested to see how, honestly, that's honestly a big difference to the off, to the offense changing. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Harbaugh, historically at Michigan, has had good kickers. I mean, Kenny Allen was really good a Kenny couple years. Kenny Allen, yeah. Quinn, yeah, Kenny, he was good. But I Quinn, Nordine, he was kind of streaky at times. And I think when Jake Moody came in, you really just saw how much a kicker can benefit your team, like a, mm-hmm. one that you can rely on consistently. Yeah. I know I think about Quinn's, like, career, and I'm like, I just feel like ever since that missed Penn State kick, it just was like – he yeah. let that affect them too much, you know. He he was right. a great kicker too. But you're right; it's it's been pretty standard to have at least a, you know a good one. So mm-hmm. not too worried. Yeah, I think um an underrated storyline that not a whole lot of people are talking about. We're talking about these young guys. This is our first chance to see our our transfer class that we've been hyping up show up. Mm-hmm. You know, you got guys like Ernest Hausman, Josiah Stewart. They're going to be out. AJ Barner. They're going to be out there and. I can, I'm excited to see what kind of roles they'll play because I'm, if there's going to be more depth guys, if they're going to be like top of the depth chart. So that'll be exciting to see um, this very strong transfer class get some reps. Yeah, I really think Ernest Hausman's going to play a huge role this year. I think they really need him, and I think he's going to get a lot of reps. I don't know about in the spring game, but this season he definitely will. And Barner, too. I think he's definitely going to get a lot of time this year just because – I don't know, they lost Schoonmaker, lost Eric All, so you're kind of down to Loveland and Barner. And he's a Big Ten tight end, so he knows what he's doing. I think he'll be ready to go. And he's yeah. made, he's got some incredible catches on his film, A.J. Barner. Yeah, does. Um, even one against a, Ohio State. 
Yes. <laughs> I mean, tight ends catching great catches against Ohio State, I guess that's just the thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Easily. I mean, and Harbaugh, you know how Harbaugh loves his two of tight end sets. Oh, yeah. He calls them out there all the time. So sure. it'll. I think AJ is definitely going to get a lot of reps, and he's probably going to be a key piece to this offense next year. Yeah, yeah I would agree. But the quarterback situation is interesting because I don't know. Like the last couple of years, it seems like we kind of had some depth, and we. I think we still do. It's just that a lot of it is a little bit unknown. I mean, with Tuttle, I don't know where he's going to slide in. Um, is Orgy going to bounce over Davis Warren, or is Warren going to hold his spot? Like. I'm interested to see like how they all do in the spring game and like what that order on the depth chart is going to look like. Yeah. I also feel like like the past two years, there was always like JJ McCarthy lingering. You know, there's always a little yeah. bit of a QB battle. And unfortunately we didn't get to see him last year in the spring game due to his injury. Mm-hmm. This is this year. We know who the starter is. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely. more seeing who the, who the true backup will be. I say Davis Warren leads for that right now. He's um. He, he showed out in the spring game next year, but Jack Tuttle, that he went to Indiana. I think he was teammates with um, AJ Barner. So he was. Be, yeah. I bet. I bet. I bet. willing to bet they're on the same team, and that they'll probably look for each other in the game. So, <laughs> so that's what I love about the storyline, the spring game. Like you see these storylines that like you may not see during the season from guys who don't play a lot of snaps. It's just kind of fun mm-hmm. to see, like. Like last year when we saw Davis Warren show out, you know, it was, yeah. it was just a lot of fun. So. Right, I was so hyped. Like in the big, I was like, "Yes, it's Davis Warren kid, let's go!" Yeah, I didn't even know his whole story either, his whole life story. And when I heard about that, I mean, that was that made it even more special. I think just to see how far he's come, and yeah, yeah, the spring game was just really cool. I'm excited for it. For sure. Well, you know, uh, anyone listening, hopefully you can get out there this weekend. If you see us, come say hi. Let us know if you're a listener. We'll, uh, you know, we'll hang out with you a little bit and talk. And, you know, we're just excited to see all of our friends. Michigan Twitter, like, hyping up together. There's nothing really better, um, especially for football. So, yeah, um, you know, just make sure you, you touch base and you, and you get out there this weekend. But any last words, guys, to leave our listeners with? Excited to see you guys in the big house on Saturday. Um might be a little chilly, but we're going to tough it out. We're going to enjoy and we're going to enjoy ourselves some Michigan football. So go blue. Yeah, I can't wait to get there, get back in the big house. And side note, I'm actually really interested to see how the scoreboards are coming along. I know they're like, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I live in Grand Rapids, so I don't get over there much. I'm really interested I to see. I haven't drove by in a like. while, but like a couple yeah. weeks ago, it was like not looking like much change. But I'm sure they like fast paced it for the spring game. Yeah, this year, yeah, so. for sure. I'm excited to see that. Well, Mm -hmm. um, make sure to like and subscribe. We're on blueby90.com on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, Follow us on Twitter, GoBlueLexi117, UMFanOgdale, and MGoJDBlue. As always, go blue, guys, and thanks for tuning in. Go blue. Go blue.